Hi, I'm Callum. And I'm Jake. And this is the first episode of the new season of our podcast, 1001 A Film Podacy. As it's a new season, we wanted to switch it up a little bit. So from now on, we'll be including a top three segment to tie in with the film that we watch. So this week, we're going to be talking about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, the danger must be growing for the rowers keep on rowing. And they're certainly not showing any signs that they are slowing! The tunnel scene during the boat ride has been cited as one of the scariest scenes in a film for children um, of all time. Therefore, we thought we'd talk about the top three films that scarred us when we were children, Um, our childhood trauma films. I've got some questions for you, Jake, about this. God. How did you navigate this top three, Jake? Did you pick children's films that were unreasonably scary and suitable for kids, or did you pick films that maybe you were too young to be watching anyway, and the scene stuck with you? Not necessarily either yeah maybe i don't know um good answer get rid of that (laughs) (laughs) um i just picked films that i remember um having to watch through my fingers um as a child um and and yeah and and kept me up at night and still do sometimes if i think about them too long but too late at night (laughs) right say okay but they're all children's films they're all pg or under Okay, fair enough. Mine are too, I think, just about. Well, I, was, I didn't look at the age ratings, but I'm assuming. One of them is a bit dodgy, but two of them definitely are um, right. children's films. Go on then, should we do one each? Have yeah, you done okay. a ranked order or not? I have, personally, but yeah, so have I. there weren't really any rules, were they, for this one? So, go on then, Jake, what's your number three then? Number three for me is, now I can watch it absolutely fine, obviously, because I'm a Say, gonna say a grown man, but I don't think I am. Um, Chamber of Secrets, um, oh, it's the yeah. only film I had to leave the cinema. <laughs> I was about six years old when it came out, um, and my dad had to take me out because I was just wouldn't stop crying. Oh, god, um, I didn't like it when Hermione got petrified. That was the bit that you, yeah, scared. that was the bit, yeah, not the bit where it goes, <sighs> yeah, oh, right, the, as a collective, the whole, <laughs> the whole thing, it is scary. Yeah, but that, especially her when she's holding the mirror and she's on the bed and she's just frozen solid, didn't like oh, it. Oh yeah, that is quite well, because you've known Hermione. Yeah, you know, in it's the quite film. a lot for kids, that, I think, that one. It is, yeah. A lot happens in that film. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first film is quite scary as well, really, isn't it, when you think about it? Yeah, with but the head on the back of his, the face on the back of his head, sorry. Face on the back of his head. and the head on the back of his face. Well, I got, I got a similar story. I had to leave the... Um, cinema early when you know at the end when Voldemort's head comes off well like the spirit of Voldemort comes out of Quirrell and goes towards oh, Harry yeah flies towards him screaming that scared me yeah that is scary and also when Harry's parents got killed that scene I always used to close my eyes and put the pillow over my head when I watched it at home yeah scary. There you go. so these it, it stuck with both of us Harry Potter yeah. so the first two Harry Potter yeah childhood trauma film definitely. Christopher Columbus evil man yeah that's all I have to say about him um, all right, well, I've got a little story for my number three. If you, um The film is called Dreamscape. Have you ever heard of that film? No, I haven't. Um, I don't really, I've never watched it all, but um, before the days of streaming, and even before the days of Sky Plus, mm-hmm. you, we, our parents used to obviously record things on tape for us, didn't they, for us to watch. So yeah. um, I think my mum had recorded the Lizzie McGuire film for me and my brother <laughs> to watch. <laughs> Um, on, a, on a VHS and then 
Um, so we watched that, and we were happy with that, and it was all great. And then as that finished, she'd obviously taped over this other film called Dreamscape, um, but only the very ending of it. And I can't, I don't know how to go into it, but it's just a guy on a train doing loads of moves with like a shuriken sort of, well, like a, what they call um, nunchucks. Nunchucks. And he's walking towards these two people, and then he becomes this horrible snake creature. Christ. And then loads of zombies come on the train and attack the, the main characters, and then they go into the depths of hell. God, I just, I have to Google it. That snake man looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible. So the, we watched Sins Maguire, and then it just cuts to that. <laughs> Me and my brother, and it scarred us um, all for our lives. And then for ages, we didn't know what the film was. We just, because it didn't have like the titles or anything at the end, it just showed that scene and then ended. So we're like, Christ. what was that? We thought it was like a cursed tape or something. <laughs> so one <laughs> so second you're looking at Gordo, the next you're looking at a <laughs> yeah. big snake man on a train. Yeah, evil. But um, later in life, I finally, it was just a random Instagram post posted that exact scene on Instagram and then told me what the film was. And I was like, oh, wow, finally, I know. Like your trauma. I know. Well, I knew it wasn't just that me and my brother had imagined it. it yeah. was- My number two then. Um, I don't think anybody else probably found scary, but I thought it was pretty terrifying. Yeah. Um, the Little Vampire. Um, I used to like that film. Yeah, George, the, George from George Stuart Little. From Stuart, I, th- I think we've talked about it before, but there's a scene where he's in bed and there's the vampire uh, that he becomes friends with and he's in the chimney. Oh, yeah, I remember and that. I, yeah, chimneys from then on were absolutely terrifying. But there you go, um, Little Vampire. Also, when the cows have got red eyes, that's pretty scary as well. God, I'm just I'm googling it now, and yeah, I, I don't really remember that film, but that looks horrifying. I, I can see the cows right now. Yeah, scared me that one, and I'm pretty sure the the parents were a bit scary in it as well because they lived under ground in like a crypt or something. Oh, um, and they were pretty pretty scary. I think my number two is the never ending story, as you uh, of course I thought it would be um, for several reasons. Uh, the main one, the obvious one that has scarred many people, is the Have you seen Never Ending Story? Yeah. All right, is is the horse dying basically in the swamp? Yeah, it's very sad. It's, Just can't get out. It made me cry, and it, and it was quite scary as well in a way. I don't. It more of a more of an emotional scarring rather than freaking me out. Um, but yeah, it was horrible. Um, and there's a bit where the main character, well, one of the main characters, goes to this tower with a little goblin character in it, and then mm. they have to get past this thing that zaps people. And a knight goes. I don't know if you remember this. A knight goes past on his horse and gets zapped by this thing and that was quite scary sort of uh, remember that uh yeah i can't really i should probably research it a bit more i'm thinking uh, of lancelot i don't know why he is like a knight on a horse yeah. like lancelot and he just gets absolutely like jousting yeah out of nowhere you're like oh um and then there's this wolf thing um all the way through it that's like sort of sweet like that and it scares me christ i don't remember all of that but i i do remember it watching it as a kid and being a bit freaked out by it yeah it's pu- puppets, though. I, I don't like puppets. Considering I don't like puppets, none of the films on my list have got any in. But that's well, because I, I couldn't think of any films I watched with puppets. It was more just Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet. So far, did, that scared me. Did you not watch um, Dark Crystal? No, I don't think I did. I, did, I, I was watching um, something on YouTube yesterday, and it, and it showed some Dark Crystal characters on it, and I thought I'd sort of remember it, but not, I don't think I watched it. That would, I think that would have creeped you out because I was going to put that in my top three because there's some horrible scenes. There's these things called, I think they're called Scrags or something. That's <laughs> your are, nickname. I, I know, but I think they are called something like that. Scarags, Scrogs, something like that. I don't know. Um, but they're horrible. Um, and they torture a little tiny character and it's an awful scene. That was going to be one of my, my, my picks. Yeah. But they're, they're puppets. Even the main character and that's quite creepy. 
Um, but anyway, that's my number two. Never-ending story. There's some weird puppets in that as well, from what I remember. Fair but mainly enough. the horse died. Well, my number one then. Um, I'll set the scene for you. Okay. I was probably about 10 years old. I'd just been to um, Blackpool Pleasure Beach with my grandparents and my sister. What a lovely day. We returned back to the caravan. I was eating a packet of Jaffa cakes. And boy. They put a, <laughs> they put a film on the TV um, that I'd never heard of, never seen before, never seen since. And it was called The Watcher in the Woods. <laughs> I had and, a feeling you'd mentioned this film. Yeah. And I can't remember really what the film was about, apart from a little girl went missing. Um, and she started, I don't know, like appearing in people's reflections. And she was like a ghost. And another girl moved in to the village and who was identical to her. Um and it was really, really weird, and it was really scary, and it was something to do with the rainbow. And anyway, there's a scene where this lad's at the fun fair. Um, yeah. I think it hit me harder because I'd just been to Pleasure Beach. Um, oh. And he's in like a mirror room, and there's this girl just everywhere on all the mirrors around him, this ghost girl, and she's just screaming, help and help me and stuff like that. And that is a kid's film. Yeah, that sounds horrible. It's a Disney film. <laughs> Disney? It's Disney. Is it on Disney Plus? Have you checked? I don't have a I'm not looking God. for it. I wouldn't watch it. Well, I've, yeah. I've, I've looked into it, and I just don't think that should have been. For, I thought it was an adult film, and I thought, what's what's Nana and Grandad making me watch this for? Um, but yeah, I don't think I kept my Jaffa Cakes down. I'm looking at it now. That There's some horrible things. I can see the um, girl in the She's got a blindfold on, screaming in the middle. Yeah. See, I don't on. get what that's all about either. That's weird. And then what the hell is this? It's like a what is that? There's, there's, there's like a, a weird thing moth. in the woods. Yeah, it's sad. But there's another there's another bit in it as well. It's quite creepy. A little girl in it, um, a separate another little girl, um, has a new dog and she names it something weird. Yeah. Um, and she writes the dog's name in the window, and then um, from the other side it shows you, and it's the girl that went missing's name backwards. Anyway. Oh. So yeah, Karen. I, I can see it. Karen. It's Karen. <laughs> what do you call a dog, dog. Karen? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Oh, God. There's all sorts. <laughs> Watch this. It looks horrible. It's, it's pretty scary, but that's, oh, always, that's always scared me. That kept me up. Do you think happened to Karen? I think she's still out there. Karen is trying to come back. <laughs> what did you see? Not Karen outside there. Don't you understand it's someone else? Go on, what's your number one? I think I know what it is, but obviously I'm not going to spoil it. Go on. Well, yeah, you probably know what it is because I go on about it quite a lot. Can I say one thing that give my? Can I say roller skates? Yes, yes, that is it. Yeah, not as much. Well, your roller skates are referring to the most evil characters in any film of all time. Um, and that film is Return to Oz. Um, and they are the wheelers, and they're horrible. <laughs> There's a scene where Dorothy returns to Oz, walks around this empty, what was once a beautiful place. Um, it's all been graffitied and trashed. And then you just hear 
this horrible noise that I'll probably edit in right now. Oh. Um, <laughs> and these horrible men on all fours with wheels on their legs. I'm doing the actions in real life. That's why I'm <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Uh, charge at her. But luckily, who steps in? Don't think anyone, actually, at this stage, a chicken. Uh, but she finds TikTok anyway, and he's a legend. She finds uh, TikTok? Not, the, <laughs> not that. See, you can't say TikTok these days. Uh, these kids. Yeah, but he's a big, big, fat robot, and he's he's a legend. But there's that scene. The wheelers are obviously horrible. There's the flying, also... the flying monkeys, the terrifying bit about Oz for Oh, me. yeah. Wizard of Oz is just a strange thing anyway, isn't it? It's all a bit yeah. weird. Um, but yeah, the flying monkeys were horrible. But, well, another one of my sort of uh, honourable mentions was going to be um, Planet of the Apes, because I don't like the yeah. way they look. And they but, look a bit like the flying monkeys. Yeah, me. I'll give you that as an honourable mention, because obviously I wouldn't say that's for kids. But yeah, no, that's yeah, what yeah. I watched as a kid that scared me as well. Yeah, because their faces, and just, they don't, their mouths don't really move when they speak. And it's like, I don't like anything where it's like an animal's face, but underneath it's human eyes. Yeah, it's creepy. I don't, I don't even remember that film with... Um, <laughs> What was it? The Tim Allen where he's a shaggy dog. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> it had Tim Allen's eyes. I horrible. can picture it in my head. But um, sometimes you, you'll see a dog in real life and they look like they've got human eyes and that's creepy. It is creepy. I mean, they've got more white in their eyes than they should. Like if they just took off their fur, they were just a little man. Yeah. yeah. That's a- Aliens, I think. That's really horrible. My honourable mention, um, Scooby-Doo yeah. on Zombie Island. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember that one, but those cat women. Cat women, um, yeah. Yeah. They were scary. Um, they were scary. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that freaked me out. So I, I can't think of anyone who mentions, but I'll just say one more thing about Return to Oz. Evil Queen takes off her head and swaps it with a different head. Have you ever watched Return to Oz? I, I remember the wheelers, so maybe. But maybe, wheelers, just, maybe you've shown me them. In- the wheelers are actually nothing compared to this horrible woman that takes off her head. Basically, she she's remember. like a nice lady, and then she takes off her head and puts on an evil woman's head, and then she's just a bit nasty. Uh, nasty. And then Dorothy escapes from this woman, eventually, and she runs down the hallway full of screaming heads that are just... Oh, like, it's really horrible. Um, but that freaked me out. And there's a bit right at the beginning where she, like, Dorothy sort of drowns that's really scary. She escapes like a mental asylum. It's a ho- It shouldn't be for kids, that film, really. No. It's, it is genuinely horrible. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. And I, I don't think it's the... I don't know about the second film, but I know that, like production on um the wizard of oz is pretty terrifying as well but maybe we'll do yeah. that in another episode maybe we'll do a bonus episode of the wizard of oz because i think there's quite a lot to go over with that film are you talking about the uh, the munchkin in the woods that hung itself no because that, that's a myth that is that's not real it happened it i was there happen. Shall we move on to the old Wonka then? Yes. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Beautiful. How, how should we start this? Um, <laughs> I'm assuming you've seen this film before. I have, yeah. And I, Do you remember how old you were when you first watched this film? Mm, I don't remember the first time I watched it. I remember 
a time I watched it. Um, yeah. It was Summer's Day um, before I went to school, Fate. So there you go. Um, but I, I obviously, I, when we were kids, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the Johnny Depp on the new one had just come out. So I think I probably watched that one more. Yeah. Um, but it's nothing on this one, is it? It's not a patch. No, I watched that one quite a bit. I, I remember that one being quite scary as well as a film in parts where he's got the, the braces on his head and he's eating all the chocolate. Nice yeah, his origin story. <laughs> Horrible. It goes into more detail, doesn't it? Um, yeah. do, do you remember what you sort of your your impressions of the film were when you were a little boy? I wanted to. I wanted to go there. Yeah. Although all this mad shit happens, I still wanted to go just for the the main chocolate room where everything's edible. Yeah. That that drew me in as well. I wanted to bite into that big mushroom or yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, um, <laughs> reason. Mrs. TV's getting all the cream out of it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. To do that. Dipping her hand in. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, I literally, for some reason, I, I must have last watched this when I was lit- like six or something, or maybe a bit older. But I, yeah. I barely remembered any of this film to be honest this time. So yeah. I must have been young when I watched it last because I didn't notice. Well, obviously going into the detail on it, but but yeah, fair enough. I think I'm quite familiar with it. To be fair, yeah. Um, I think I, I, I think I watched it a couple of years ago, according to my letterbox. I did anyway. All right. Um, you say it's a Christmas Christmas time watch. Yeah, I get you. Is, yeah. You're eating lots of chocolate. Yeah, I think I watched it at Halloween last time actually. So again, lots of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, lots of chocolate. You want to be? I've I'd, I'd been trick or treating. <laughs> we can start with the book. Have you ever read the book? Well. The the Roald, the Roald Dahl book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Obviously, we'll go into the name change. Yeah, um, yeah. I must have read the book when I was little. I, I, I wouldn't say it's my favourite one though. I'd no. say the, my favourite one is the Twits, probably for some Fair reason. Enough. When I was little, what, what's what's your favourite one? Yeah, I'd probably say this Charlie and Chocolate. Really, you like probably my, no, yeah, probably enough. my favourite one. Um, but I also like James and the Giant Peach. I like that one as well. And speaking of another childhood trauma film, did you ever watch the film version of that? I did, but I don't remember it, so maybe I'll have to shut it out. There's a metal rhino thing that oh, chases the cloud. Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember Terrifying. that, yeah. That used to scare me as well. There's another one. Well, we're not going to go through the plot, because I'm assuming everybody that's listened to this is, is pretty familiar with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's, it's, a, it's a classic. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd say it's a bit like... Um, it's one of the films that I, I can't imagine anyone hasn't watched i don't know well it'd be very there's, there's there's very little chance you'll come across someone that hasn't watched it in their life i'd agree yeah that's, that's the reason why i sort of picked it like every, literally everyone's seen this film yeah. so it's quite easy to uh talk about i i thought everyone had seen i was trying to think of what's one film you could comfortably go into most rooms um in well say the uk um and everybody's seen a film and i thought titanic until you said you hadn't seen it so you yeah. ruined that for me. I have ruined that. I'm sorry. Everybody else I asked said, "Yeah, I've seen it." Um, maybe this. Maybe I'll do it again with this film. Maybe I'll do a survey. Well, I just do the Titanic thing out of spite now. I, and as I said, I, there's no. I know what happens. I know what's going to happen. It's pointless me watching it. I know exactly what's going to happen. That's not true. They die. Well, one of them dies. It crashes. Jack dies. Yeah, but anything based on historical events can be the same. But anyway, um, <laughs> you, you'll watch it one day because I'll probably just make you watch it. I will watch it. I'll definitely yeah. watch it at some point. Yeah. Anyway, this this film obviously um, is a childhood classic. Like what we mentioned, the book was uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Chocolate Factory. Chocolate oh, Factory. Oh, um, but they changed it to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Do you know why? Because there's so many theories on why they changed it. Um, um, so I know a few bits. Like so, one of them is because um, they they sort of had a tie in with a, a company like Quaker Oats and originally, 
um, to make the chocolate and you couldn't making a Charlie in the chocolate factory bar didn't sound as good as a Willy Wonka bar, did it? Yeah, exactly. That was, that was one of the reasons I saw. Yeah. So if you said to someone, oh, have you seen Willy Wonka? They'd know exactly what you're talking about, but you couldn't say, have you seen Charlie? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um, They they also reckon, obviously it's, it's a derogatory term that was used in, in the Vietnam war, wasn't it? For the Viet Cong by the, American troops, so oh, right. um, it was still at large at the time, wasn't it? The Vietnam War was still it going was. on. Seventy one, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they changed it for. They reckon that could have been a reason to change it as well. Yeah. Oh well, that's pretty interesting. I, I didn't know that. I only saw the thing about the uh, the chocolate bar. Yeah, um, there's a few words for Charlie as well. Like in the past, I think it was like a Mister Charlie was like a, a, a a name for a slave owner or something like that so they changed yeah, right. that as well so there was a few different reasons why they shouldn't have used charlie um i think it, it was it's better named anyway willy wonka in the chocolate factory yeah because um, it's yeah makes you want to watch it doesn't it willy wonka who's that what he do <laughs> willy wonka johnny wanker yeah i always think of that <laughs> <laughs> me too <laughs> basically the, the outline of the film is um willy wonka as a chocolate factory he creates all these marvellous and wonderful things. Um, yeah. Everybody wants to know how. Uh, all his competitors want to know how. Yeah. Um, and there were spies going into the factory, weren't there, when he had workers there. So he shut his doors. No one's coming in. And then, like, five years later or something, ten years later, he says, right, I'm sending out all these golden tickets. How many golden tickets is it? Five? Five, I think. Is in it? chocolate bars. If you find a golden ticket, um, you can come for the day. Uh, I'll show you around. Have a look at the place check it out bring a relative uh, if you want bring a relative if you want yeah um because mostly obviously children that are finding them although i there should have been some sort of like 25 year olds that just won one i don't know yeah, what i was thinking that like how what are the odds of, of all the people yeah of all of them being kids how how did he pull that off yeah I, I I don't have any kids, so if I if I've got a golden ticket, I'd probably just I don't know, I'll take you if you wanted to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, yeah, just, yeah. Two, two lads just <laughs> yeah, go just go, oh, I <laughs> go for a few beers before it. Yeah. Oh, go to the factory. Nice day out, yeah. <laughs> I always thought that's a bit like how the heck did he manage to pull that off, get like five kids? And how did Veruca Salt not get more than one ticket with the amount of chocolate she bought in that? Yeah. I thought I always thought that as well. So she she would have got two at least from from all the scouring mm. those women did. Well, would you like to hear my theory? Yeah, go on. Well, it's not actually my theory; it's a few people's theories. It was actually, I think, the original intention of Mel Stewart, but um, the kids were actually specifically picked um, for 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 the winning. So um, Slugworth, who is um, he's, he's meant to be a I don't know, competitor after yeah. after Willy Wonka's secrets, isn't he? So every time a kid um, wins a ticket, he whispers in their ear asking, um, he offers them, like, what is it, £10,000 or something like that to... Yeah, to steal the, the everlasting the gobstopper. Recipe. Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, but it's real at the end that he's actually a friend of Willy Wonka. Well, why do you think he's always there when they uncover the tickets? To make sure they get it. Because he's putting the ticket, he's putting the chocolate bar, the tickets there. Wow. Well, um, there you go. Wow. That's opened a whole new the only realm. One, the only one I don't think he's picked is Charlie, because obviously Charlie just buys it from a shop. And But he does turn up just buy, moments he, after in the exactly, tunnel. Exactly, he does turn up just moments after. But yeah, um, he's in the factory at the time of Farouk Assaults being found, for crying out loud. He is, yeah. Um, so yeah, so 
I think the kids are specifically picked. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden ticket. I've got a golden chance to make my way. And with a golden ticket, it's a golden Do you think this is the most iconic introduction to a character of all time? Maybe the way he um, comes out. It's one of. Well, I don't. Th- I don't necessarily think of it, but yes, yeah, it's one of. Well, I, I've got a fact about that. So Gene Wilder said he'd take the role of Willy Wonka under one condition that he would be allowed to limp and then suddenly somersault in the scene when he mm. first comes out. Um, and he did this because um, he didn't want. From that time on, no one will ever know whether he's lying or telling the truth. Which is That's yeah, what, important part of his character, I suppose, isn't it? Sort of ties into what you just said, really. About yeah, being tricksty. Yeah, he is. He is very tricksty. Um, but it's it's one of those films as well. Um, like that scene that you're talking about. They the the kids. Oh, oh that was a weird noise. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> scared me. <laughs> Welcome, my friends. Welcome to my chocolate factory. Would you come forward, please? The the, the reactions of the, the kids when he does the forward roll um, is a genuine reaction. Like they weren't told about it beforehand. When yeah. he came out limping, they thought he hurt himself. So I wonder. Yeah, because I wondered why they all went quiet during that. I was like, this is a bit of a weird reaction, just to a guy with a limp. When they went into the chocolate room and see all the garden stuff, that was like they'd never seen it before, had they? So they were. I think they were genuine reactions. Yeah, well. the only one that had seen it, and I don't know why, but they'd shown um, the girl that played Veruca Salt. Don't know why she got to see it first. She's Probably spoiled. She's, yeah, she's spoiled bloody rotten, that's why. <laughs> and also, when they're in the tunnel scene, the, the actors' reactions to Willy Wonka singing were genuine, weren't they? Because they yeah. all thought yeah, she had a breakdown. Yeah, they thought it was <laughs> crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I always think in that scene, though, um, all like the, 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 the projected images on the wall, like the centipede going over that man's face and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that happening at real time? Was that edited in afterwards? I don't know. I think it was like projected onto the onto the wall, so they're all seeing it and they're all terrified of it because yeah, because that would be react- scary, wouldn't it? Well, that's the reason we picked Child of Trauma that scene, really, isn't it? Really, with the chicken yeah. getting its head chopped off and stuff. Yeah, that's that, horrible. That really was horrible. I, I really hated that chicken. It really put me off the film for ages. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand that. The, what that film? What that bit's about either? What? Why? What? Hello? Mesdames et messieurs, maintenant nous allons faire un petit voyage par bateau. What's he talking about? Voulez-vous entrer le Wonkatania? Another thing, yeah, this is a good one. I saw this last night, and it's. Is, obviously, obviously Willy Wonka is, is cuckoo, like we've said. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's also a bit calculating and possibly sadistic, really, because if you have a look at the boat scene, um, there's the exact amount of seats for him and the children. So, obviously, oh, right. they start off with five kids and five parents. Um, but by the boat scene, he knows there's going to be four parents and four children. Oh, God. And then later on, when they're on that vehicle thing that goes through the, the, the washing machine, I don't know what it does. Um, <laughs> again, that's got the same right amount of seats, the right amount of kids. So, they know that um, Violet Beauregard's disappeared. Yeah. So he knows that these kids are going to get ticked off in these in these different 
rooms by the looks of it. So Jesus, it's like Saw. He's playing all the <laughs> This is <laughs> Saw. <laughs> the Saw origin story. He's Jigsaw. Um, Jesus. Yeah. They've probably done like um Willy Wonka as a horror movie trailer, haven't they? They definitely have. I, I feel like I've seen that on YouTube. It, it'd be very easy to do because there's a lot of weird shit in this. <laughs> well, I've seen the Mrs. Doubtfire one. Yeah, I've seen that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. We love each other. I want a divorce. One thing, actually, I think we should talk about. Yeah. The fact that just Gene Wilder is Willy Wonka. The casting of him. Okay. Probably, probably couldn't have got any got, got anyone better, could they? No. And it's one of those roles in hindsight. Anyone else, you just can't picture anyone else doing it, really. Yeah, I, just... no, I definitely can't. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the, the casting for it, originally they wanted Fred Astaire, um, well, like Rod Moody, um, to do it. Like Mel says Mel Stewart wanted these. Um, and then Roald Dahl wanted um, Spike Milligan. Oh, yeah. Um, that was his first choice. Um, and then Joel Grey was the front runner, but then he was deemed not physically imposing enough. I think he was like five foot five, um, so he didn't get picked. Which is a good thing for him, though, because he ended up doing Cabaret instead. Was it Cabaret that they actually were filming Willy Wonka on the same soundstage as? So he ended up doing that instead, and he won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Uh, what were they filming at the same actor. time? Yeah. Do you reckon he ever looked through the window, like with tears in his eyes, saying that could have been me? Possibly. I think I think there was uh, they didn't get on the director of that film and Mel Stewart. I think they were ah, right. getting shouting, doing it down. Got <laughs> right. um, yeah. those on up. Yeah. Sake. They keep going on our bloody set. Umpa <laughs> in the background of cabaret. <laughs> Imagine that. What a world that would be. Watch it, keep an eye out. Uh, just in yeah, case. well, I'm getting um, also, all all six members of Monty Python um, were considered for the role of Willy Wonka. Um, I can't imagine that. John Cleese would have been a very different Willy Wonka. Um, yeah. Wouldn't have been as good, obviously, but it would have been a, a different character. He just would have been Basil Fawlty with a top hat. I think out of them, I think I'd like Eric Idle the most out of all the Monty Python He's the, definitely the most affable, isn't he? He's, got the nicest, he's the nicest looking. Yeah. I think so. Friendliest. Maybe he's the most similar to Gene Wilder in my head, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I can't imagine Terry Gilliam doing it. That'd be weird. No, I can't imagine that. But um, also, um, this is quite a big one, really. Yeah. Peter, Peter Sellers uh, apparently like begged Roald Dahl um, to get him the role for this film. Yeah. You would have thought that the sort of, I don't know, the star power behind Peter Sellers, you thought he would have got it. But yeah, I definitely what? think they went uh, with the right thing for, for Gene Wilder. Yeah. I mean, I think when, when he came into the room when they were auditioning people, they just like they just stopped all the auditions in there because they knew he yeah, was the, like, you the guy to really do it. Well, I've just read that Eric Hardle recorded the audio version for the book, so there you go. Um, do you want to talk about anyone else in the cast? Yes, well, we can, obviously. The thing is, a lot of the kids didn't do a lot after this. I think a few of them did a few small roles afterwards. But uh, Peter Ostrom, who played Charlie Bucket, he, he became a vet. Um, yeah. he, he bought a horse with the money from this film. Um, loved it so much that he thought, I'm going to become a vet. Um, wow. When he met his wife, apparently, he um, he didn't tell her for a long time uh, that he was the little boy from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Well, um, yeah. Apparently, he used to tell people he was he had a brother that was 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 the actor, and he was just the brother of Charlie. Yeah. Well, he 
well, he went through puberty during the film, didn't he? Because um, apparently at the beginning, his voice is really high. So if you're to rewatch it, watch the beginning and see how high his voice is. And at the end, when he's in the bubble scene, he's got a much deeper voice at that point. Oh, I didn't notice. Um, and then he's he's much taller as well. So he's much taller than Mike TV towards the end. Uh, it's like he's sort of a similar height at the beginning, but then he's like much uh, taller. So that's quite a good little... Uh, yeah, no, I didn't know that. And it, like, no, no one really recognised him anyway, because he'd, he'd changed so much since it was filmed as well. So he just got away with... Yeah. Just living a normal life, really. Yeah. Um, a lot of child actors just disappear, don't they? And then they usually come back as adults, but surprising none of these really did. I mean, um, I think it's Denise Nickerson played Violet Beauregard. She did a few films, and um, Julie Dawn Coley played Veruca Salt, did a couple of things. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find anything about Augustus Gloop. <laughs> Maybe he did go up the tube and never, never was seen again, because I can't find anything on him, really. Um, yeah, he was just playing himself. That's all he was doing. Yeah, yeah. a real person. And then the, the fellow that played Mike TV, uh, whose name was Paris. Paris Themen. Never heard of a lad called Paris, but fair play. Yeah. Um, only know Hilton. Yeah, only know Hilton. Jackson. Yeah. And he worked in real real estate, um, but he also had a little bit to do with casting, directing as well. So. Oh, yeah. Does, yeah. And apparently, when he was on the scene, he was a little troublemaker on the scene wasn't he? he was like releasing you know the bees in that machine he released all the bees that they're, 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 they're actually wasps oh as well so they, they attacked he got stung in the face so he got what he deserved but yeah he was just apparently that the only Gene Wilder said that he didn't not get on with any of the kids but he didn't know that um that little Paris was a little really pissed off all the cameramen and stuff all the time mention that yeah wait till I get a real one Colt 45. Pop won't let me have one yet, will you, Pop? Not till you're 12, son. Well, it was actually a little bit, a little bit of a, um, an adolescent love triangle going on. Um, apparently, the girl that played Violet and the girl that played Veruca um, both fancied Charlie. Um, and they'd take it in turns to sit next to him and stuff like that. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. But there was another boy. I think he was like some sort of producer's son or something that was on set. And when they couldn't sit next to Charlie... Um, th- that day they'd go and sit next to him instead. So he was just a spare part, basically. Oh, poor boy. I know. Well, yeah. you can't compare to the main character in the film, can you, really? No. He's the star. So I've got any more about the little children. Cheer up, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, you, that, I forgot about that song. It's a bit of a downer, isn't it, right at the yeah. beginning of the film? Yeah. Do you reckon our mums sing after we leave them? <laughs> after we leave that? <laughs> sing a nice little song. Yeah. That'd be nice. Nice thought, isn't it? Yeah, it's a nice thought. Cheer up. Charlie, give me a smile. What happened to that smile I used to know? Don't you know your grin has always been my sunshine? Let that sunshine show. Other people in this film, obviously, there's the, the parents and stuff. The, the, is there any of the parents you recognise? One of them yes. I've got in mind. Yes, Roy Kinnear. Is yes. he the one? Um, he is father of Rory Kinnear. He's also an actor. Yeah. Um, he's in Men, um, amongst other things. It's James Bond yep. um, and uh, Black Mirror. But um, Roy Kinnear, my dad told me this actually, that he died um, on set. Well, not on set, but he got injured on set um, of a film, of a, like a Three Musketeers film, and he died the next day in hospital. Because he, he had a heart attack somehow. I didn't know. 
he was if, Rory Kinnear's dad. You just told me that. I, I didn't know that. So, but now you look at them both, you can yeah, see that they got I like pretty much that. the same face, haven't they? Yeah. But yeah, he fell off a horse. Bless him. Oh God. Um, the film I know him from mostly is Help. Yes. Yeah, he's one of the scientists, isn't he? Yeah, that's why I always recognise him. I only watched that recently for the first time. Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're, I think yeah, Willy Wonka and Help are the only two things I've seen him in, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen the Three Musketeers. No, I haven't either. No. Um, but Jack Albertson obviously plays Grandpa Joe. Yeah. And the only fact I've got about him is he's one of the nine actors to have won an Oscar, an Emmy, and a Tony. Oh. Um, and Gene Wilder was nominated for a Best Supporting Actor for The Producers in 1967, but lost to Jack Albertson. Oh, shit. So there you go. But he pushed, he pushed him in the Chocolate River now. <laughs> yeah, yeah bottom of the head. Yeah. Him in. Um, he's from Chico the Man, isn't he, famously? I think so, yeah. That's what came up. He's the man. Is he the man, is he? I don't know who he played. Um, He's Chico, is he? No. Well, one of the other grandparents, Grandpa George, uh, was played by Ernst Ziegler. Um, I'm guessing he's German. Yeah, he was almost, um, he was pretty much blind um, from poison gas in World War I. Um, So whenever they needed him to look somewhere, they'd like point a red light in his eyes um, and he'd have to (laughs) follow that. Like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, if they wanted him to look in a certain direction, they just shine this red light at him. <laughs> That's pretty mental, isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm going to rewatch it now and uh, notice that. Because, yeah. Like, like, yeah, to be fair, when I was watching that scene, it did look like he was a bit bewildered just looking around. His mouth yeah. was wide open. Well, <laughs> I started looking up trivia for this before I'd seen the film because I, I knew I was familiar with the film anyway, so I thought it doesn't make a difference, does it? Um, and when I read it, though, I'd forgotten which one Grandpa George was. So I thought it was Grandpa Joe. And I thought, fair play. He's managed to do all that completely blind, pretty much, <laughs> following a red light. Yeah. So when I watched it, I watched it all completely differently. I was like, fair play to him. He's done all that. <laughs> um, but no, he stayed in bed because he was blind. But Grandpa Joe just a benefit fraud. Um, what a different film that would have been if he took the other grandpa. <laughs> yeah, Falling into funny. the river, he'd be smacking into him Olympus. Yeah. But Grandpa Joe just lies in bed for 20 years and then jumps out one day when he's going to a fucking chocolate factory. I know, I thought that. He's, he's the biggest bloody, I don't know. He's a cheat, he's a swindler. He's a swindler, yeah. That's that's the word I was looking for. He's, uh, yeah, swindler. How did he get away with that for 20? So he must have been in his 50s when he first started lying, because he's only about 70-something, isn't he? Yeah. So for 20 years, from his 50s to his 70s, he was living off bloody, well, he didn't have benefits. Lettuce water. <laughs> yeah, it was. He could have been out earning. Biggest scrounger around. Yeah. Start I mean, immediately. Like I say, Grandpa George, fair enough. But Grandpa Joe, come on, book your ideas up. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Up and about. I haven't done this in 20 years. Uh, it's weird, though, that it's both sets of grandparents in one bed. I find that strange as well. Yeah, just um, top to toe. Who thought that was legs. a good idea? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they get on. Yeah. Otherwise, that could have been emotional. How did um, they get to the toilet? So many questions. Yeah. Well, they've got the things under the bed, haven't they? But. The tubes. Um, yeah. But another thing as well is that Charlie, um, I can't remember what he has in the book, um, but in the newer film, he's got a dad, hasn't he? Played by... Um, Noah Taylor. Noah Taylor from Submarine last Submarine. week. Yeah. Um, but he, he doesn't have a dad in this, so does he have a dad in the book? I can't remember. They talk about the dad dying in this, don't they? So. Oh, do they? I can't remember that. But. Yeah, I swear he does have a dad in the book. 
Yeah, I thought he did. I don't know why they didn't go with the dad, but anyway. Well, there's quite a few changes from the book to this, isn't there? Um, like Slugworth in the book, he's just a minor character, isn't he? Yeah. But they um they sort of wrote it in that he's sort of got this little side mission ongoing in this one to make it a bit more. I think this is probably the the better story. Really, it all fits together a bit better from what I've yeah. remember from the book. So the whole plot is really Willy Wonka is looking for someone to take over his his factory. You can't pick an adult because. No. I don't know. Adults don't have an imagination, maybe. Um, yeah, he said. What was he? He said something like, "I wanted it to be a kid." Well, it was a bit weird what he said because he wanted it to be a kid because they don't have their own opinions or something. Yeah, <laughs> so like I could. Like, yeah. It was sort of like that. I was like, oh, that's a bit of um, a manipulative thing to do. Yeah, um, but he, he's not going to be a kid forever. So you don't give me Charlie. That I can't go on forever, and I don't really want to try. So who can I trust to run the factory when I leave? And take care of the Oompa Loompas for me. Not a grown-up. A grown-up would want to do everything his own way, not mine. That's why I decided a long time ago that I had to find a child. So that's the whole plot of the film, isn't it, really? Is he's, he's looking for someone who um, isn't spoiled, isn't jumped up, isn't yeah. a thief. Um, he's pure, basically. Pure. And Charlie is the, is a loveliest lad around, isn't he, really? He's the purest <laughs> one, but then he almost doesn't win. Um well, none of them know they're winning anything, but he almost doesn't win because him and Grandpa Joe have some of that um, fizzy bubble thing that makes them float, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> yeah, and that was written into the film as well. I yeah, that wasn't that. in the book. But that's Grandpa Joe's influence. He says, like, Come on, Charlie! Yeah. Have some <laughs> yeah. of this. That was a shit impression, but yeah. <laughs> it sounded like your uh, Doc Brown impression. Well, I when I was little, I thought they were the same person, so that's probably why. <laughs> they have got a similar sort of Way about him. Yeah. Um, Albert but, Einstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is Albert Einstein, isn't he, really? <laughs> he could have played him. Um, do you know what we said last week about Noah Taylor uh, has portrayed Hitler in a couple of uh, films? Yeah. The yes. fellow who plays Slugworth, he's played Hitler as well. Um, and I can oh, see yeah. that as well. Definitely. I would have picked, put him as more of a Goebbels myself. but Yeah, yeah maybe together. But... I thought, you know, when I watched this for the first time, I didn't look it up. I thought he was the guy from Indiana Jones... Raiders of the Stark, yeah. the baddie in that, but he's not. Just yeah. me being a bit racist because they're both German. Yeah. Sorry. Mm. Um, I've got another factoid for you. Um, yes. Which I learned last night. Um, there was a, there was a, there's lots of like jokes in this. There's, there's mad scenes when they're all trying to find tickets, aren't there? Like, um, yeah, the fellow that tries to make a machine that will give you the lo- exact location. Yeah, uh, and the then ticket. Some man's, some woman's husband's getting held for ransom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and there was another joke that they put in it. Do you know that there was the fifth ticket had been found um, in Paraguay? Yeah, um, by that fella, um, and they showed the picture on the TV. And it turned out to be a hoax. Well, the picture of the, the person who it was uh, was actually a high-ranking German officer um, for the Nazi Party um, who had rumoured to escape to Paraguay. Oh, God. Um, what, in real life? In real life, yeah. It's rumoured that he escaped to Paraguay. Uh, and that was the joke, that it was him that got the ticket um, in Paraguay. But unless you've got a knowledge of high-ranking German uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nazi officers, you're not really going to be able to that, are you? Yeah. No, it's a very specific joke. That's so pretty I think that would probably, Yeah, I think that probably went over a lot of people's heads. But that was the idea behind it, is it was meant to be him that won it. So they could it could have been a very different film if they had a, God, yeah. a Nazi Jeez. officer in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> God, um, he would have had none of them on Palumpas. That's all I'll say. That's quite 
that's quite weird. That's made me feel a bit strange. That I don't like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> don't like it. But yeah, these these kids' films. I'm telling you. Um, did you know um, that the Umpalumpas were known for hard partying offset? <laughs> yeah, they used to get limos around as well. <laughs> it's, it's genuinely it's similar to um, Wizard of Oz again because that's rumored that they were all like big parties. The, uh, the the people in that little village, the Munchkins, is that what they were yeah, called? You're speaking about the Munchkins, Jay. Get yeah. it right. The Umpalumpas and the Munchkins were just hard. They're into hard rock and hard drugs. I got a question for you. Who'd win in a fight? The Umpalumpas or the Munchkins? Umpalumpas. Yeah, they batter them. Yeah. I'm sure someone can simulate that. I'm sp- that must be something that's already been made, surely. What was that show where it was like ninjas versus... <laughs> Ultimate Warrior or something? It's something like that, yeah. <laughs> no, Ultimate Warrior's a wrestler. Um, yeah. Total Warrior. <laughs> something like that. And they'd be uh, like the KGB versus fucking Attila Lund IRA. Then yeah, or the IRA. Yeah, insane. It wasn't like the Taliban versus the IRA. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it they, was sh- they should bring it back to specifically do Munchkins versus Umpalumpas. Then I'll be happy. But with the Umpalumpas, apparently, one of them is a woman. Did you know that for a yeah, first time? I saw that. Yeah. And did you know that most of them were foreign? So, well, yeah. they weren't foreign because they were in Germany. They were native to Germany, yeah. so they didn't speak English. So when you look at them, they just don't know what the words are in the song, and they just like move their mouths. Yeah, I read that before I watched it, so I was looking at <laughs> right, you're watching their mouth. Yeah, it was quite funny, and yeah, I don't think any of them were like gymnasts or anything. So the acrobatic scenes um, were a bit wobbly, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> All right, and apparently when they were rolling Violet Beauregard around. They smacked her into a wall a few times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a funny thought. So, what's a scene? What's your few a few scenes that stood out to you in this film? Well, I like the the the, the opening scene, the the Candyman scene, um, when in the in the in the sweet shop, um, and that fella singing the song, yeah. Candyman. I like that I, scene. That, I like that's, it. it's nice. When I think of this film, I think of that. That's that's the first thing I think of. Yeah, because I, I completely, as I said, I completely forgot that, that this song was in this film for oh. some reason, and well, I always sing it for some reason. Do you know, um, I, I think I forgot the, the, that song was in it, but I remember that scene with him singing. With him being there. Yeah. I, I can remember the first, I only remember from like when they enter that candy room onwards, to be honest. Yeah. Well, that um, song's famously uh, been re-recorded by Sammy Davis Jr., but um, he tried to be the character in the film. I think he wanted to be, like, have a cameo in it uh, and sing that song. Um, but they said that it'd be too distracting having Sammy Davis Jr. in it because he's such a yeah. big actor. Um, right. So they ended up just with a, I'm not going to say nobody, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not one of the rat pack. Um, yeah. So, I yeah. yeah. To be honest, I, I wouldn't have noticed. I don't really know what Sammy Davis Jr. looks like. Fair. In 1971, you would have done. Okay. Right. <laughs> Um, so that's the scene you like. I, I'd say the first one that sticks out to me is obviously that scene where they enter that big candy room. Yeah. Um, it's just every, it's just what we wanted as children, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Just eating all that, eating everything. Just I always wanted to eat grass. soap. Well, I wanted to eat soap when I was little because I thought soap looked nice. <laughs> so that would be a dream for me, eating yeah. grass and trees and all sorts. <laughs> I don't have a field though. There's a at the end of uh, Willy Wonka, and do you know when they've got the the, the wallpaper 
and it's yeah. like all the fruits and stuff like that. <laughs> I think um, there's like a video went viral of just Grandpa Joe just licking the wall. <laughs> and I, when I watched it. I just started laughing. I just thought it was dead funny just the way he's just licking the wall. It's just really weird. Lickable wallpaper for nursery walls. Lick an orange. It tastes like an orange. Lick a pineapple. It tastes like a pineapple. Go ahead. Try it. Mmm, oh. I got a plum. Grandpa, this banana is fantastic. It tastes so real. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird image, isn't it? Just an old man. <laughs> like in a, yeah. yeah. But imagine or, being somewhere everything's edible. It would be great, wouldn't it? I'd love it. That's all I have to say about that. I'd love it too. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Chocolate River would be the thing I'd be least interested in if I was there. I'd be too busy eat. I'd be like well you can have milkshake whenever you want yeah I'm um, not big on chocolate milk anyway no, so not bothered like, that. if it was normal milk fine yeah I'd probably have a little sip so I was yeah you'd have to <laughs> if, you, if you had some of the chocolate you'd have to have a glass of milk with you anyway to wash it oh yeah of course yeah, it's, it's, it's a must you can't not have chocolate without milk no that's the that's like eating having to eat chicken with eggs though isn't it that is weird a weird thought isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I hate that thought I don't think I could ever eat chicken and eggs on the same plate. I don't know. It's evil. It's weird. It's, it's sadistic doing that. It's not right. It is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eating a pregnant cow or something. Yeah, if you do it, you're wrong. No, I, yeah, it's a good scene. And obviously he sings the, come with me, or whatever it is. No, it's like the whole song, Jake. No. Good, <laughs> um, no. But to be honest, before I watch this, this is going to sound ridiculous. I forgot this was a musical. I thought, obviously, I knew he sang that, and I knew the Umpalumpas had a sing. Um, but I completely, and then when the guy in the sweet shop started singing at the beginning, I was like, "Oh yeah, everyone's going to start bloody singing in this." And then Mum sings. Mum, well, Mum has a sad sing. Um, yeah, the, I forgot how many songs are in it. What's your favourite song? <laughs> um, that the the one I started singing a minute ago. Uh, no, actually, no, no, no. And I scrapped that Veruca Salt. Um, yeah, I yeah. want it now. I want a party with roomfuls of laughter, 10,000 tons of ice cream. And if I don't get the things I am after, I'm going to scream. That is a good one. She's good. She's, she's, a good, she's good at performing that. Yeah, she did that, really was, well. that was filmed on her 13th birthday, I'll have you know. <laughs> was it? Yeah. I don't know that. It took, a, took quite a few takes, I think. When I was just watching it, I was just thinking, how how child actors are amazing, aren't they? Like, when they're good, it's, <laughs> it's mental how, when they're good. Um, yeah. I don't think necessarily, I don't think any of them really stick out, but that scene when she's singing that, and she do, I don't know, I just always think that I would not have been able to do that when I was her age. No chance. Not no. No, I wouldn't either. Well, she's one of the only, as you said, she's one of the only ones who really sort of have continued the legacy of it. Didn't she do like a performance when she was older as Veruca Salt? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty sure she did like a stage thing of talking about Willy Wonka, but in character as Veruca Salt when she was older. So she's really Uh, stuck with it her whole life. Yeah. she calls the children Veruca when they're being naughty as well. Yeah, who names a child Veruca? Come on. Do you think Richard O'Brien took inspiration for the crystal maze from Willy Wonka? Because he does the little thing with the flute, the and he's just daft. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Um, Next question. Which of the children's fate would you be most happy with if you had to pick one? Um, I'm not, Other than I, Charlie, obviously. I'm claustrophobic, so I don't want to go in that tube. I don't really want to end up like a big blueberry. Um, 
don't want to get stretched out. Probably Veruca Salt if I had to. Just well, you in, could just be burnt a, to a crisp. Just right? go in a big bin. But she's going to a furnace. That's where she's no, headed. I think she survives. Um, she survives in the remake. We don't know what happens in this Well, Augustus Gloop then. Well, where's he going though? He's going somewhere. I don't it? know. I don't want to be either of them. I don't want to be any <laughs> of them. I don't want to be squeezed by Umpalumpas to get my juice out. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> God. Um, the, the, uh, I'd be Mike uh, TV, uh, my answer, because uh, you're still alive. You're just tiny. Yeah. No, I don't want to be fun, actually. You'd be running uh, around. Ant-Man. Ant-Man origin story. Yeah, it is. He's Ant-Man. When Violet Beauregard, when she goes purple, um, yeah. they, use, they use just like a blue light on her for most of it. But then the very the last second, they, they've actually painted her blue. I don't get that. Well, just, I, I don't know why. why it's cause, it, probably because there was a close-up and it looked a bit shit with the light. And that's, I know it's a boring reason, but that's maybe, probably the reason. Possibly, but um, apparently after... Um, the film had finished and she'd gone back to school or what have you. Um, she'd be sat in class and she'd start sweating and her sweat like was like purple for a little bit for like a few weeks after filming. Jesus. She's out in her pores still, the paint that they'd used. God, they cursed her. Yeah, I don't think it still happens now, but... <laughs> Might for, do. For a while after, a little while after the filming. Um, but I don't think health and safety was a, really a thing. Um no. It's, it's, it's an ever sort of progressing thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, they only got on top of that recently, really, haven't they? Yeah, like they used asbestos um, in Wizard of Oz to, uh, as snow. So, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and um, in this one, sorry, when they go through the car wash on that Wonka mobile or whatever the fuck it is. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Um, yeah. When they go through that and there's all that foam going on them, that's the same foam that's in like fire extinguishers and it's like really irritable on your skin. So like they all had to have um, medical attention like instantly after. Oh, what's happening? Nothing. Just finished my sentence. <laughs> right, it's not like you left. <laughs> so, like, you just said that. Mike's rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they filmed like this sort of outside of the film um, in in Munich, I think, or somewhere in Germany, um, because they didn't want it to be too familiar to sort of audiences, unless you live in Germany, of course. Um, But they didn't want it to be like in London or or in New York or something. And also those sort of places age quicker as well because um, they're so recognisable, there's so many pictures of them, like... anything changes you, you can see it over the years can't you yeah um, I also read something that they tried to use as little cars as possible in this um, because again they didn't want the film to look aged um, in 15 they wanted years to have, so. wanted to be timeless yeah but there was loads of cars in it um, so what's that the, I don't remember yeah cars. there was loads like in the news reports and stuff like that there's someone like oh yeah know where they but are. yeah and the, and loads yeah, of cars the, in the, the computer he has just dates it to the 70s doesn't it really yeah, the computer so. that film makes yeah so they failed yeah they didn't do very well at that one it does look very 70s we're about to witness the greatest miracle of the machine age based on the revolutionary computonian law of probability this machine will tell us the precise location of the three remaining golden tickets do you reckon it's magical the chocolate factory like there's actual magic involved because like the coat hangers um are just hands that grab onto them is is he like is he a wizard willy wonka the wizard do you think maybe i've not really thought about it yeah it's a bit and the, yeah and the bit in the tunnel how do you explain that what's what's going on 
Yeah. And the thing, the the wash thing, it like sort of stretches like the um that bus in Harry Potter. Definitely ma- magic involved, isn't there? There is, and I think that'll probably be explained in the new film that's coming out with uh, Timothy Chalamet as uh, Willy Wonka. I'll watch it, but we don't have to do it again. And uh, well, apparently the new film's about him, how he met the Umpa Lumpers. Oh uh, right, okay, fair enough. Because he does sort of mention in this film he had to save them from all these creatures, doesn't he? Yeah, and he, it's just a story of how he did that. I think the new film, the the glass elevator scene when they go flying through the roof, yes, um, through the ceiling. Sorry. Um, and he says that we'll smash into a thousand smithereens or whatever. Um, yeah. That used to scare me as well as a kid, because I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that is, I was just about to say that. That used to scare me as well. What a horrible thought. Yeah. And then even flying around in that elevator, like it doesn't look like they're controlling it. So does it It, it goes round again? Because the film ends, it might crash and burn and they all die. We don't know. Well, that's that's another aspect of it potentially being magic, isn't it? Like he's 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 control of it somehow maybe with his mind yeah he's a wizard maybe he's Gandalf and it just just it just ends abruptly a bit like Jaws again doesn't it like they've done what they need to do that's the end yeah there's no like, there's there's no, lot- like seeing Charlie take over or anything is it it's just like you're, you're in charge now 60s and 70s films especially are very into that I know yeah what was the other film we watched where it was just like that's it I don't know I can't remember now it was uh, The Shining Yes, The just, Shining. Just yeah. ended. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't know how they got on. They might have froze to death. I went, they were going to do um, like follow-ups, weren't they? And they tried to get Peter Ostrom to uh, sign up for like a three, yeah, part, three like film trilogy. Yeah, but he but he just got a horse, as you said, and just wanted to be a vet. <laughs> I think he wants to keep his options open, um, which he did. Um, yeah. So yeah, but another thing with with child actor, obviously, there's the the sad thing that most child actors end up in rehab or whatever um or just quitting um i think a lot of that's down to the directors because if you think about drew barrymore he'd say she thought the alien was real yeah um, for however long of the film so when he died she was obviously very upset um the lad that played danny torrance he thought it was a drama so he thought that these mental things could happen in real life really probably um yeah because he didn't realize it's a horror film if you told him it's a horror you go oh right okay well it's not real because it's horror. But if you tell him it's a drama a family drama, he's going to yeah. grow up thinking these things can happen. Um, and then obviously in this one as well, um, when they're in the tunnel, they don't tell the kids that this is going to happen. They think he's having a breakdown. No wonder they end up fucking, you know. Well, yeah, there's a few bits where they didn't tell them what was going on. Like right at the end, when Willy Wonka shouts at Grandpa Joe and Charlie, that wasn't... Yeah, really... when, when I saw that. When they rehearsed it, he was just like calmly talking to them. Yeah, like where he's just saying, you cheated! And yeah. just shouts goes mental at them. They're like, you can see that I actually makes them jump. You get nothing. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. And then keeping um, on that topic, apparently the thing, the little boat that the, one of the Umpalumbuses driving, he thought he was actually controlling that. Yeah, I saw that as well. <laughs> yeah. So the director just didn't tell him the truth. He said, "Yeah, yeah, you're, you're driving that." Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> Poor fella. They should do like. Um, they should rebuild this set um, that you can go to. Do you know, like obviously, it's like Harry Potter World and stuff like that, Universal Studios. Why isn't there a Willy Wonka chocolate factory? Well, speaking of never-ending story, as I mentioned earlier, you can actually go and ride on Falcor. Can you? Yeah, and that's in Munich as well. Poor thing, you know, still in chains, is it? I know. Yeah, he's well. Yeah, he's had a rough life. <laughs> Fifty rides a day, or you'll get no food. Um, do you want some sad facts about Gene Wilder? He's dead now. He's dead, and mm. one of his all-time favourite songs was Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and um, 
particularly the version by Ella Fitzgerald. And when he was on his deathbed, the music player, which was set to random, changed to this song randomly. Yeah. And he smiled and then just died ah, as he was playing. God. Sorry to bring the mood down. Yeah. I don't think I want to do this anymore. Um, and also, when he died, Peter Ostrom changed his social media to former child actor, veteran, and inherited a chocolate factory on the date of his death, on Gene Wilder's death. <laughs> That's clever. Pretty clever. Um, Gene Wilder was part of like, a comedy duo, wasn't he? Um, well, he was with Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Films. But they never got on, apparently. They weren't friends. Really? Like, you, you thought, like, because I've only ever seen one film that they're in, uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, where yeah. one of them plays a, a blind guy, one of them plays a deaf guy. Um, Funny. Yeah, it is funny. Good film. Um, and they, they, they're doing a few films, aren't they? Like, Stir Crazy. But yeah, apparently, Offset weren't friends. Would you eat a Snozberry? No comment. What about an everlasting it. gobstopper? Uh, no, that would just do my head in. I'd have the three-course meals chewing gum. Um, that would be quite cool. I always wanted that as a kid. Um, obviously not the one that turns me into a blueberry. I want it, the, the finished product. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. Um, yeah, I thought that was always good. And as you said, the wallpaper, licking the wallpaper is a nice idea. Yeah. Um, Proper tongue yeah, in that wall. Just a Wonka bar would have been nice. Well, they used to have Wonka bars. Um, I, yeah, I remember this. They, they were a bit shit. Um, but, then, yeah. but then when Charlie Chocolate, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory came out, the, the Johnny Depp one, uh, they started doing them again, and they were so nice. They had... Um, they brown wrappers. There was three different flavors. I can't remember what they were now, but yeah, I remember I... me and my sister were obsessed with them. We used to, yeah, we used to love them. Whipple scrumptious fudge Mellow delight, nutty crunch, and triple dazzle caramel. I think it's triple dazzle caramel that was nice. I think I just like the whipple what the w- <laughs> triple whipple, triple dazzle caramel. They were nice. Oh, they were nice, and they did a, a real golden ticket in it. And but I don't know if you won a chocolate factory or even a trip to one, but. Probably wouldn't be as fun, would it? Yeah. Just talking shit now, aren't we? Really? Just talking, just yapping, yabbering <laughs> on. Two two girls at the hairdressers. Yeah, sexist. Where does this rank amongst our films? Then should we pop it in the list? Yeah, so it's not as good as The Shining. Um, nope. Not as good as Jaws. Yeah, you oh, can yeah. put it next to The Shining if you want. So it's third. You can put it second if you want. Second. If you want to put it higher than Jaws, no, it's up to you. No. You, all right. You made a funny <laughs> noise, and I said Jaws. For me, The Shining might be the number one forever. I don't know. Yeah, I put it third after Jaws then. So we'll pop it in. Number three, Willy Wonka is the third best film of all time currently. Currently. Okay, good. So I like that. Should we get on to what we're going to be watching next time? Yeah, you pick a decade and I'll pick a film. I think it probably makes sense just to follow the order we did it last time. So yeah. let's go with the 90s. Okay, so this week, well, sorry, next week then, we will be watching a Steven Spielberg film. <laughs> I, <think laughs> I can't think what to say. Now, ne- next week, we'll be watching um, Saving Private Ryan, um, which is one of, one of my favourite films um, of all time. Brilliant film. Wonderful. Yeah, I have not watched it for about 12 years, something like that. Been a while, oh, so uh, yeah. I don't really remember it, so I'm excited. I've not watched it for, for a few years. I'd say at least four. But um, I mentioned in, a few, in an earlier episode um, that it's the only film I watched twice in a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. That's so a strange choice. It's very long. Just, and I just think it's really good. 
It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. Well, that's the second Spielberg film I'm watching. I'll have you know. He's going to be on this a few times, I think. Yeah, he's he's, he's just the the guy. He's the guy. He's the bomb. He's the main guy. He's probably the best director going. Not in terms of like artsy fartsy and stuff like that, or even the cleverest. He's just makes very good films. Solid. Solid. He's a solid choice. He's the um, he's the John Cena of directing. Big just match, solid. Big match, Steve. Yeah, big match, Steve. That's what I mean. He's just the the guy. Spielberg. Isn't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So next, he's time. the the messy of directing. You you say Messi's better than Ronaldo? This is uh... which one's got a World Cup? Fair enough. Nah, yeah. Okay, so um, next time I watched um, Steven Spielberg's film, I forgot what film I'm watching, <laughs> Save a Private Ryan. Thanks for talking about Willy Wonka, Jake, with me today. No worries. Thank you for um, picking a good film, and again, um, that I really enjoyed watching again. Me too. It was nice to revisit old friends. Yeah, and it was nice to learn about this one as well, because there's lots to learn. We love to learn, and we love we to love laugh. We love to learn. Um, yeah. And and I would, um, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say then. I just saw the word vermicious snids on my uh, screen. <laughs> right. Let's end it there. Thanks, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. All right. Bye. All right. Bye, Callum. See ya. See ya. See ya. Don't care how I want it now. Don't care how I want it now. <laughs>